So I go, we go drop her off. I'm sorry, I go drop my son off, and and my wife called because I was calling her and she didn't answer. I'm like, oh man, I was already getting irritated, bro. I was like, so she called me back and I'm gonna say, I, I asked, hey, Elizabeth, so you never told me anything that I was supposed to drop her off, and she said, Robert, I called you, I called you and you didn't listen, dude. I was like, oh my god, and I was looking at my daughter because she was next to me, and I felt like a, like a. I don't want to say a bad word, but I feel like an ass, man. And um, I looked at her and apologized. I said, I'm sorry, daughter. Like, I'm so sorry. Um, I just, you know, everything got to me. And and I had to apologize. And not because I had to. It's because I needed to apologize. And I was so sincere. I, 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 I told her, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I, it got the best of me. So, um I told her I feel like an ass, but <laughs> but I apologize. So that that's that was it. Sorry. <laughs> Great way to start the podcast, guys. This is Eric Castillo. <laughs> Today, uh, we're gonna. Well, first of all, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're on this present moment. Uh, we're here with two uh, awesome guests. I have uh, Mr. Robert Castaneda from Laredo, Texas. What's up, Mr. Robert? So, man. What's up, guys? And you just heard a first-hand story of dad issues that we go through on a daily basis, bro. I'm a dad too. And me pasan así, like things yeah. happen, bro. Like, and so I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Sometimes we're in La La Land and we get the phone call and we're still in La La Land. And we don't really pay attention. So yeah, yeah. happens all the time. But it's okay, yeah, bro. Yeah. At least you owned up to it and you apologize. So badass. Yeah. But we also have another beautiful guest from Patterson, New Jersey. We have Mr. Jump Out Low, Elo. I always I always say Low, but it's Elo, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jump Out Elo. What's up, Jump Out? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I can't complain. I can't complain. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's what's all right. up. And uh, earlier, I had a call with him because he said his shoulder hurt, and we're trying to talk to see how we can alleviate the pain. Yeah, man. I'm not an expert at that, but we're talking about meditation and all that good stuff. So that's why I said, man, I need to t have these two guys on the same episode because these two guys right here, guys. For everybody who's listening, these guys have brought a lot of energy. I've felt their energy, and uh, Mr. Robert had made a comment a, a few days ago. I was like, hey, dude, are you like a sentiment? And I was like, dude, I, I think I am because I can feel energy when I talk to people, it, whether it's good or bad or neutral. I'm very sensitive to that. And um, when I saw these two guys, you know, uh, Robert here in person, I felt the energy. I brought him on for an episode. It was an amazing episode. I brought – I saw – Luis, aka Jump Out Elo, on TikTok, and his page was amazing. I was like, I need to get a hold of this guy, and he answered and responded. I was like, okay, these two guys came through, and these both guys like I've been interacting with them for the last two weeks, and it's been nothing but amazing manifesting energy. And I was like, I need to put them all together in one episode and like use that energy to like expand to the masses. Yeah. Because I know with all of us three using our minds together, we can send a positive message to somebody who can um, use this message from today and from what er other energies you have in store. Like if you go to Jump Out's page, he has amazing content, beautiful amazing. content. Yeah. He shared a documentary with us a couple of days ago. We were like, wow, floored, amazing. Thank you. Robert, Robert, <laughs> this guy is something else, man. This guy is something else. This guy is is a leader. 
He said he he never knew that he was going to be in this position. And out of the blue, he started a, a, a mantra group, a positive mantra group. And I don't even know when you named it that, but the positive mantra group is actually a, a big group now. It's like 21 people now. Yeah. And this guy is nothing but positivity, realism, like trying to wake us up. Like, hey, is this really what you envision for yourself or is there more? Like, he makes you want to... He asks you the right questions to make you think the right things. And I think it sparks a lot of uh, uh, inspiration. I want to, like, it, it sparks inspiration and also reflection. Like, am I really supposed to be doing this or am I supposed to be doing more? Or it, it just question yourself. So I'm having here today, guys. We're going to take turns talking because we have three mics. But first of all, I just wanted to. Thank you so much for being on. I know we take time from out of our busy schedules. You guys are very busy men. Me as well. I have a family. They went to Target. They just came back. <laughs> but but we're here doing this, man. So uh, what do you guys have to show today, man? I know this is going to go in a lot of directions, but how do you all feel today? Started with you, Mr. Mr. Jump out of low. Um, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling great, man. Actually, um. I was telling you guys earlier, I was dealing with some a little bit of depression, you know, having a, a friend pass. That kind of had me put me in the, in the thinking mode of, you know, where am I at in life and wanting more out of life and wanting what what happens when you go? What is the legacy you want to leave behind when you go? You know, and it had me in the, in the thinking mode. But, you know, speaking to you guys, speaking to my other friend, she lives in Vegas, the, the, the amount of positivity and the amount of having complete strangers believing in you that does something to your spirit it does something to your soul and it, it makes you feel like man i'm in the right place at the right time doing what i'm supposed to do because i manifested this i literally prayed for this like i was telling you guys earlier i was telling you earlier like Yo, i prayed for this i asked god to remove the toxic from my life but then I was alone. I said, you know what? I, now you removed all the toxic people, but now, God, I'm alone. Can you replace those people with positive people that are doing what I'm doing, trying to enlighten the masses? And you come along. And me and my friend talked about this, and it manifested within a couple of days of us talking. I said, yo, I got to start reaching out to people. I have to start. And being in this group, early in the morning when you pick up your phone you know a lot of us the first thing you do we pick up our phones you know to pick it up to see something positive the first thing you wake up versus going on social media and feeding all the negativity that you see mm. is a very different way to start your day it's very different and just to know that yo you're not alone in this journey bro we have a whole group of people and you know my friend used to always say you're gonna find your tribe that was her favorite word to say to me. You're going to find your tribe. I said, don't worry. You're going to find your tribe. And it's like, when you find your tribe, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm just, I'm honored. I'm blessed. Um, it's just a beautiful thing, man. I'm just, I, I can't explain it. I can't explain it, man. Amazing. Amazing. I love the energy, bro. And and like you said earlier, rest in peace to your friend. Um, I, I think I, I miss, I know Robert brought it up to me. Like, I kind of. I, I understood your story wrong initially. I didn't know. I, I thought he had passed away from a gun violence. No, no, I had didn't, right? Uh, the one yeah. that you, you're right. You got it right. It's just recently a week oh, okay. ago, I had to bury a friend, right? 
another another guy that yeah. passed away, but he died of I think oh. he had complicating issues from drinking. It kind of he did a lot of damage to his liver, and um, oh. he kind of destroyed it. And by the time he tried to stop drinking, it was a little bit too late. It was so. Um, and yeah, seeing that, 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 I mean, yeah. That so me like, no, so it's a little both, both, yeah. both back to back. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. And then we were so sorry about your losses, man, and, and uh, yeah. prayers for that those families and for those souls that passed away, man, because I'm pretty sure they died before their Absolutely, time. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, and Mr. Robert, how do you feel today, brother? Uh, amazing. I, I do feel amazing. Uh, actually, I, I had to go to work at 1 in the morning uh, today because uh, my, my job requires to be on call. Um Yes, sometimes it does take a toll. I'm not going to lie. But those are decisions that I made. And I, before that, uh, I would complain like, oh, man, I have a call out. Oh, I got to do this. But, you know, those are things that you uh, have to be accountable for, you know. That's 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 your job. So so start off the day on a call out. I was like, all right, it is what it is. You know, you, you reset yourself and you just like... All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. So you know, I went out there and, and um, they uh, fixed the, the unit and I went to sleep for a little bit. And, you know, as, as uh, Ella was saying, like, as far as the group goes, um, it's I have the time. I have the luxury. Thank God that, you know, I can send in those text messages. I put the like the like the responsibility, but because I want to, that I want to send the message early in the morning. It's just a, just like Elo says, like, you know, you wake up, you look at the phone, either for your time or whatever, you know? And my mindset is that I want them to see that message, that uplifting message that either I come up through social media or sometimes me, like it's, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's one goal of, of being positive, and, you know, that starts the fire, you know. Sometimes there's times that, you know, it's, it's called life. There, there's times that, you know, uh, people are working. And, and But, you know, there's more input than ever before. And that's amazing, you know. And, and there's times that I do it start in the day, middle of the day, and then the end of the day. You know why? Because our minds are always processing. Every minute, every hour, every day. So my mindset is that. I want them to be flooded with positivity. You get what I'm saying? Because you can set it in the morning, but then you still have to take into account the afternoon. You get what I'm saying? So my, my thing is, let's try to have as much positive thoughts as we can. Because like 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 what happened to me <laughs> like about 30 minutes ago, like my positivity was put to the test, but because I did not pay attention. It's called communication. And when you don't have communication, things can go crazy from one minute to another. And that's what happened to me. So, uh, you know, it's one thing to be preaching positivity, but it's just you have to be consistent. Consistency is a key, you know. And when you screw up, oh, you no, have too. to reflect. Exactly. So, sorry, man. Bro, <laughs> no, no, man. We were, we were listening, bro. And, and uh, everything you're saying is on point. Because what you guys said two key things, right? The first thing you when you wake up, we do pick up our phones, and that's probably like ninety five percent of the population, right? They pick up the phone, 
you go to social media, and more than likely, you're going to get something that's confusing. Like, you don't even know what the hell's going on. Yep. Like, I, a few minutes ago, my, my wife just showed me a fight that happened in school. I'm pretty sure tomorrow in the morning, everybody's going to be like, oh, look at the fight, look at the fight. Yep. Um, you open, you might get a positive message. It's very unlikely. Like, it's, but... You, like you said, Robert, I'm like, I'm going to send as many punches as possible. Hey, what's up, puppy? Sorry, man. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So, like you said, Robert, um, I'd rather spread as many positive messages throughout the day and bombard you, even though you might not catch all of them. But if you're in that group, in that frequency, you might catch one or the other or, or like one might hit you. Because maybe the other one didn't under you might not understand it, but if you keep on sending those punches like of, of positivity, one of them is gonna hit. And I think that's a good way to to say that you know what, like you go on social media, it's gonna be a negative competition, negative information. Um, there's gonna be a lot of sex, uh, violence, um, bad news, you know, murders, rapes, uh, crazy news, right? And the media likes that because they know that with that dopamine fix they create a lot of other you know wants yeah you know and with the serotonin which is with the positivity when you when you do positive messages your brain gets serotonin so it's a feeling of balance of healing of, of safeness of compassion of love and it's a different frequency it's like a totally it's like a chill frequency compared to the the ongoing negativity yeah. that's like very fast paced and they, they want to put more in your face the World War Two, World War Three, like all this murder bombs and attacks and you're like what the hell I think you know depression uh, not a, a, inflation you know gas prices yeah. egg prices so no, I like that you're doing bro I... sorry hey mama you gotta listen to my mom bro nah, hey, one <laughs> second go ahead, yeah, go, ahead bro, bro. go ahead take care brother so, um, yeah, you got to listen to your mom's, bro. Yeah, yeah. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, um, yeah, dude. So we, we get bombarded by all this craziness every single day. Way. So I love that you're part of the other side, which is what we all are doing. You, you know, me and, uh, jump out. Hello. We are all sending in our own little frequency. We're all sending some positive messages. If you go to my TikTok, is there's only but positivity. Sorry, about something that, guys. to like make you think like, no Sorry, worries, no worries. <laughs> yeah, we're just saying, Luis, that because we're we're all of us are combating this negative wave, which is a huge. Absolutely. One. I'm pretty sure, like, the majority of people like to cons uh, subscribe to that information, and we're all part of like, no, nah, bro, look, there's other information that can make you better. There's other information. So we all, through our channels, you know, we are all sending some positive frequency. Absolutely. So, and, and, and I guess that's what, that's mm -hmm. my mindset is that I see my kids, man. You see all the kids. They're like, they're like already hunchbacks, you know, just like that. So if, if, if and that's for pretty much, you know, we catch ourselves doing that stuff sometimes, you know, because you see a video that intrigues you or stuff like that. So that's my mindset. So when I'm sending those messages, I had that mindset, hey, boom, hey, boom, 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 boom. Because I want you to think. I want you to think. I want you to question yourself, not in a bad way, but in a good way. Am I doing it for the right reasons? Is it coming out of my heart or is it, out of my, is it coming out of my brain? Because there's two things, right? 
if you if you're thinking it, but if it's like, when it comes out of your heart, it's different, man. It's 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 different, and and that's the way I feel, you know. And and, and that's that keeps me going, dude. And the interactions that we have, like, it's just amazing, you know. And I was talking with Elol. It's just don't get discouraged, man. You know, it's 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 you have something good going, you know. I've been showing your your documentaries, Eric, too. Like your videos, man. It's just like, man, wow. It's just mind-boggling, you know. It's just all the information that you've attained uh, through your. Uh, you you read a lot of books, as, as, uh, so is Eric. I don't read books. I think that's what I need to start doing. But um, but but the thing is, my mind is at the end of the day is be positive, be compassionate, have empathy. Uh, don't be greedy. You know, it's all those principles that at the end of the day, you know, if you follow those, you can never go wrong. And yes, there's always going to be people that are not going to understand what you're saying. Why? Because it's foreign to them. You know, they've never asked themselves these questions about themselves. It's more about chasing the money. Because, dude, I've been asking people like that. I ask them, hey, so uh, what do you want to do in life? Oh, I want to make money. Okay, so once you get money, then what's what's after that? Uh, exactly. And do you know who you are? No, no. Think about this. You're going to make money and not know who you are? What satisfaction are you going to find in that? There's not going to be any satisfaction. That's why so many, and I'm not, you know, at, you know, I don't know why, you know, like the millionaires and, and, and artists, they, you know, they, they, they attempt suicide, they, they kill themselves or attempt suicide because I feel, you know, this is my opinion. I'm not, I don't know them. It's just that once... They get to that goal that, you know, they put their uh, life, everything through that, that they look back and they're like, is it really worth all this fame, everything, and I don't know who I am? Is this really me? Or am I pleasing other people, companies, labels, and all these things just for money? And that's the thing that, uh, that's why LO, like with your videos, man, it's just like, it encompasses everything, man. You know, all those things. And yeah, no, I don't talk about I'm, I'm all ears, no, man. No, you're good. Like, you're good. Um, sometimes we, yeah, um, yeah. we're so quick to, to give an answer instead of listening to what the person is saying. And I'm just absorbing everything that you're saying, bro. And I, I agree. Um, we live a we live a, a society that um, people are empty. A lot of people they don't they don't follow a god or a higher power. I always say that I respect everybody's religion. Everybody walks of faith. As long as you're following 100%. something that is making you better, I say, hey, man, do it. And if you're enlightening people and, and helping others, do it. But um, I absolutely agree with you, brother. Um, they, I feel like they acquire everything and still feel empty. You know what I mean? Because money could just get you the stuff you need to survive. But it's not going to fulfill your purpose. I feel like if you're living without a purpose, that's when your life becomes meaningless. Because you don't know what you were put in this earth to do. For me, for at least like I was telling you guys mm -hmm. before, before I started making these videos and I used to rap about, you know, the worldly things, I used to feel like a hypocrite because I'm doing all this activity for my community. I'm, I'm talking to kids. I'm doing all these things, but I'm rapping about violence. I'm glorifying violence. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. 
and I, I took a break from before I even started doing um my little um my show. I took a break, bro. I took a break from music because I did not want to contribute to that anymore. I felt like you know what, man, I have to be the light. I have to I have to to walk the walk and talk the talk. I can't nowadays kids they look at you and they look at what you do. And they'll judge you for what you do. They're like, man, this guy's full of crap. He just said all of this, but look what he's rapping about. They'll hold that against you. I, yo, I took it. I took it far as I took all my videos down from my page. You know, some of my older videos they're on other people's pages. I can't control that. I can only control what's in my channel. You know, say on my channel, I kept all the videos that I knew were gonna enlighten people, that were gonna be positivity, because. Bro, I did not want to make it that way. I did not want people to get that. I didn't want to profit off the violence and off the things that are killing our people. I'm like, no, I refuse to do that. I'll take I'll take the pay cut. I'd rather take the pay cut and do it the right way, the longer way, than actually influence the youth. Because I, I think about us, my era. I grew up around, I'm, I'm 35. I grew up around the era that impacted my era the most was when Dipset, Jim Jones... Cameron, that was the era that mm. impacted us, and the things that they did for our community was was horrible. I look back at it now, and the influence wasn't so great because a lot of they influenced a lot of people to start gang banging. They influenced a lot of people to, to you know do certain type of drugs. They just had this influence, right? And it's like when you look back at it now, it's like hold on, no disrespect to them. Y'all did what I did. Y'all made y'all money, but. Did did, did your impact make a difference for the better? You know what I mean? And at the the expense expense of who? Exactly. Our youth, us. We consumed all of that. And we thought that this was the realest thing ever. You know, I I looked up to these guys. And I'm like, yo, is the blind leading the blind? Who are you? Who are you following? It's it's like you said the other day. It's okay to follow. But if you're following somebody that's going to bring you to the water and drink, like you got to... Is, is you, are, you, are you following the right people? There's nothing wrong with following people, but are you following the? Yo, I took it to the. I took us so far as I started unfollowing celebrities. Like, I don't follow no celebrity, and if I follow a celebrity, that's somebody that's uplifting that's awesome. the world. But I don't. I don't. I, there's nothing we have in common anymore. I don't like how the media portrays violence and how they feed off negativity. They feed off the violence, and it's it's like this. You could post a video of you talking the most realest thing that could change somebody's life, and they'll probably get 100, 200 views. You post a fight, and it'll go viral. It'll go viral. 100%. Go ahead, brother. So so my, my son, so I, I put the, the song, your song, brother. And so with my son right now, you know, his, his mindset is that he's angry. You know, and and that's something that we've talked about him, uh, me and him, and and there's more to the story than what I'm what I'm telling you, but that's for another time. But um, I put the song. You know what he told me? I like the beat. I'm like son, but you're not paying attention to the lyrics. Oh no, but I like the beat. It's just that you you get what I'm saying? Like it's just wow. They're blocked. Exactly. Because they, they're programmed to hear the beat, Just not the, beat. the lyrics. The lyrics were awesome, man. <laughs> they're awesome. But Bro, for real. He paying attention to the lyrics. He was like, but just the beat, you know? That's, Bro, 
Bro, I I have to say this. Look, yesterday when I was at the at the pull up bar, not the <laughs> bar, right? Not, not the bar, bar. The pull up, pull up, right? I was doing pull ups. Yeah. Uh, I had a conversation with Tony. We just added him to the group yesterday, right? And Tony and I were talking about all this. This all spawned from him talking to me about this. Like, he was telling me in Spanish, like that. Um, he doesn't subscribe to what's going on with all the music that's going on. How they they uh, like uh, you had brought this also uh, this topic, uh, uh, Robert. How we normalize drug usage. How we normalize alcohol. How we normalize like uh, promiscuity with like the videos. And he was talking about how he's kind of sad. Tony was saying that it's sad how a lot of young people they think that it's normal to have uh, you know different women or different guys um, doing drugs like there's no like if it's normal to smoke weed and you know and like he was saying that he's seen interviews with artists are you know consuming drugs in front of the camera and doing interviews drinking like of a bottle and I was like man everything you're saying like this is what we need to talk about because i know this you know i talk about this but i want to make sure that other people are starting to see this and be like you know what this is not it right now it's like negativity on steroids like on steroids like like these people have been programmed to think that's normal so obviously if they think it's normal the frequency will be that they're going probably going to be within those limits of acting out on those normalities that they think there's normalities, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and, yeah, sorry, go ahead, sorry. go ahead, Rob, go ahead, Rob. You said this in the background. <laughs> hey, what's up, Eric? Future up, podcaster. <laughs> say, say hi, Eric. Hola. Hola. <laughs> um, talking about money, and, and this is going to make sense. That's the thing. Like, today, everybody's been programmed. I was programmed. You got to make the money. You got to make the money. So make the money, exactly. A hundred dollar bill, please. Not a dollar bill, please. <laughs> Talk about money. So, so, <laughs> so, so, so it's gonna become full circle. Money, are they all? Money, cars, women, drugs, alcohol. It's a circle. And you infuse that with music, branding. Who's gonna come out that circle? You know, it's just like a like 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 the uh, the mouse in the ball. It's just, but it, you're talking about in a big scale of people, and when you want to get yourself out, they're like, "What are you doing? The money? Let's go make money, money, money." Yeah, man, but what about yourself? You know, like what's the end game? And, and that's and that's what you know. I as I started to open. My, my my mind and all these things is like wow dude like man this is just a, a a circle of negativity circle of destruction you know and that's what's actually happening to the united states the united states is actually destructing from within it's imploding from within you know and, and, and because it's the same concept that they're using they don't want you to think outside yourself and love yourself because they're afraid of wow like no, this guy's getting too out of hand. Like, hey, they label them shut crazy them down, shut as down. soon as they do that. You know, they, if you're outspoken or you, you say something that's out of their norm, you automatically get labeled or oh, something's wrong with him. You know what I mean? Or if you look at these record labels, right? 
they're signing younger and younger people that they can control. You know, with this whole the, the drill music, if you right here next to me in New York, the, the drill music in New York is like out of control. So it's like, what are they promoting? Violence on top of violence. So that's what they're feeding their minds all day long. And they're like, the labels are getting rich off of this. They're getting rich off the poverty in, in the urban communities. And then these rappers, the ones that do have the influence, those are the ones they use as puppets to influence the younger generation. You know, with the flashy cars, the flashy jewelry. I was one of those young persons, those young guys that got influenced by that. So I, you know what I mean? I thought that that was life. I thought that, you know, I need a chain. I'm going to have the girl. I'm going to have the cars. And I'm lit. I, I, I got it all. You know what I mean? So I definitely understand what you're saying, brother. What What did I tell you, Robert, when I first met you? How I was influenced. Oh, in yeah. In the early 90s, guys. Because I'm a, I'm a huge hip-hop fan. Fan, 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 whatever you call it now. <laughs> I was a huge hip-hop fan. And in the early, mid-80s, hip-hop was very beautiful, man. Like, you would listen to hip-hop in the 80s. And, yeah, they would talk about, like, promiscuity and stuff like that. But most of the time it was about talking about their super skills of being an MC. As you got closer to 90, 91, there's this, a, allegedly, there's a, a meeting that happened. I don't know if y'all heard of this. And if you ever heard of this, this uh, crazy bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony talks about this. Wow. He said that they were invited to a secret meeting of the top execs in the hip hop game at that point. You know, Death Row Records, you know, you name them, all those gangster rap uh, labels that came off of that 1990, 91, 92. If you go back to 1992, it's the first records that came out of like with That's Supreme like NWA, gangster yeah. rap. NWA and all those people, right? Well, NWA was a little bit older, but they were. This meeting happened in the early '90s, so NWA is making hits already, and they figured out like the people with money, like, oh, we found something that we can make money off. Like these guys are making money from this because at first they wanted to cancel them. If you go back to hip hop history, NWA wanted wanted to get canceled, but then they got smart. And I'm talking about they. I'm talking about the people with power. They have all these big companies, like they have the legit money. So in 91 or 92, Crazy Bone said that they had a the secret meeting. And in the secret meeting, they told them, look, guys, we're going to, you guys are going to, like, all you top execs, all you top rappers, this is what you got to do. And you're going to be millionaires and you're going to make money for many, many years. These guys had um, built prisons all over the states, private prisons not government fund like this is private prisons so they needed clientele it's insane right they needed people to go into the prison so they're like guys so the way this works is that you guys are going to make music that contributes to this this little train of people coming into our prisons so you're going to uh, advocate for you know this gangsters they're going to be gangsters we're going to be stealing we're going to talk about you know, drug use. We're going to talk about murder. We're going to talk about, like, we don't care about girls and all this stuff. And we're going to create this this, this trail of people coming into us. And because you're going to be part owners. We're going to make you per percentage owners of all these prisons. So, if you listen to 1992 and up, Gangster Rap went, like, vroom. And I was, a, I was a kid, like, I was a 12 years old at that, that point. 
So I saw the change because before that it was Tribe Called Quest, it was De La Soul, it was um, you know Leaders of the New School, it was um, in the West Coast that we had Souls of Mischief, Fat Five Freddy was the MC of I mean the host for the Yo MTV Raps, one of my favorite hosts of all time. Um, we had Tupac before he was Tupac. He was uh, just a dancer for Digital Underground. Hip hop was just everybody had their camp. Everybody wanted to show off their, their lyrical skills, their supreme skills, and and being an MC. And then '92 happened, and listen to uh, Tupac's album after that. It changed. I don't know if he was part of that meeting, but because uh, Crazy Bone, he said, "Yeah, no, I don't want none of this," and he got out of the meeting. And they're like, you cannot say anything, bro, or you're going to get murdered. It's crazy. But, um, so Bad Boy, Bad Boy, what happened with Bad Boy? What do they promote? Ready to Die. The first album that Biggie made, Ready to Die. The second album he made, he manifested that. He manifested manifested his death, Machiavelli. You know what I'm saying? You understand? Well, Machiavelli, they programmed Mm. him and killed themselves. Because if you learn about frequency and how the power of the tongue works, these oh, people knew, like, we're going to bring in the people, and then these these, just, these dudes are going to kill themselves off, and we're going to keep and on making money. I actually, what do y'all think about that, bro? Uh, I, go ahead, brother. I'll, I'll feed off for you. Oh. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Um, I was just, wait. Go ahead, man. Go I, ahead. I, I, you see it now. You see it now. Um, You see the new generation of hip-hop. How many artists have lost their lives? Every week you find a new rapper is dead, either a drug overdose or they got shot. And it's like you said, brother, they're manifesting this because now when I was growing up, it was never cool to talk about the dead. Now they're dissing each other, talking about dead people. You know, where I was from, me growing up, you respected the dead. Now it's like they make a mockery of dead people. So you're reaping what you sow, the things you're talking about. Is happening to the artists. They're manifesting this way of living. So, brother, I agree. I agree. And not only that, wow. not, not only that, Elo is also Mexican music. You know, um, bro, tell us about that, Robert. You know, it's just so uh, over here in South Texas and, and I guess Mexico and all that stuff. They they, they talk about the toxica. I don't know if you heard that song, the toxica and the toxico. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's just. It's just the women talking about the men. No, the men this, the men that, the men this. And then you got the, the men talking about women. They're this or that, they're this. And, you but know, in, a, in a toxic way. In a toxic way. Yeah, in a toxic way. You know, like you're this, you're that. Like, it's just so you notice that when you go to like a, to a gathering, like a carne sal and stuff like that, uh, you see as it's escalating, you know, the alcohol. And you see uh, the wife and the husband getting into it when they start putting that music because yeah. they start to think, oh, man, yeah, she does this. Oh, yeah, man, he does that. And it's just and like crazy, frequencies. man. Frequencies in a bad way. Alcohol. Alcohol, you know? And it's just buy more, buy more, buy more, buy more because they never talk to each other because it's not the norm. You know, it's not the norm. They, you know, everybody has their egos, their pride, their machismo. And, and now it's coming to a point that the women also are like, you know what? You can do it. I can do it. And there's no balance. There's no balance of respect no more. 
you know, that's what I see down here, you know, like there's no balance of no, there's no respect, no nothing. And guess who yep. gets affected? The kids. They see that and then you start that cycle. Yep. Again. They normalize it. Normalize it. So. It's, it's, it's crazy. Wow. Dude. Make like, this, I hadn't even thought about that because I don't really listen to corridos, but, but, or just. <laughs> Or Mexican out of Spanish music. I don't. To be honest, I don't really listen to music anymore. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm driving around. It's either a podcast. It's either the frequencies, which I think is super weird, but I, I like the way it sounds in my car. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like the Bro. chakras are working, and I, I get to clear my mind. Yeah. And when I do listen to music, I'm actually very conscious of what I'm listening. And like, all right, if it's some, if a bad message, I'll, I'll try to like, okay, I'll try to tune out, but I'll, I'm not gonna follow this frequency you know like at least i'm conscious that i'm not gonna follow that frequency i do that but, too man. uh it's it's rare when i listen to music but yeah dude i think man it, i was just hearing a story from one of my neighbors he said hey wait and that one in new year's eve you know new year's eve, they had a new year's eve party we're talking about new year's eve he's like i was in a new year's party it was badass but all of a sudden you know we were all chilling and then the there was a big old fight from a couple and everybody just left because it was like like it was it got crazy you know and i think it, it goes back to like he was saying that they got mad at each other for something that had happened a while back. But it's like when you're drinking alcohol and then, like you said, the music inspires you to or to go back to think about something that, you know, might be irrelevant at that point. But you bring it back into your conscience and you're like, especially if issues are unresolved. That, exactly. dude, dude, that happened to me a lot. You know, I had so much pride in me. I was, uh, man, man, I was pretty bad, bro. Like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, I didn't never wanted to lose. Like, if I was, uh, you know, going back and forth with my wife, I was like, in my head, I'm like, you ain't gonna beat me. You ain't gonna beat me. Like, you know, ha have that, you know, I'm the man, you're the woman, you know your place. That was my mindset. Because I grew up like that, you know, like I grew up, and I'm not making an excuse, but it's just that, when you're around the environment of machismo and, and, and people telling you, look, people telling you that, no, that that's not supposed to be done. Like, she's your wife. She needs to respect it. La, 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 la. But, but I would never tell my side of the, uh, her side of the story. It was always my side of the story. story and people could relate. Oh, no, this, this, that. But I, I was never, I did not tell them the other side. So that's one thing also, you know, like. If you're going to talk about your wife or whatever, be transparent if you're going to say something. Like, you got to recognize your faults, too. Because if you're just throwing the dirt on her, well, it makes it look good on you, you know. And it benefits you. And they're going to agree with you, obviously, because you're stating all the bad things about her. But what about you? What about I you? Love you know? I love That's, that, Robert, because uh, I think... In society and like just in, in relationships in general, we're taught to like not conversate about the problems and issues, and they, we bottle them up, and then all of a sudden it just blows up in your face, and then it's like, and then for the first for the first time you like you actually have somebody like hey you, they hear your side of the story, and then but if you don't say the other part of the story, then are you really resolving anything? So transparency, you guys have been really good at transparency sharing like your uh, your vulnerabilities and i feel like that helps me it helps other people like hey dude like 
just look at the bigger picture. Don't don't just look at yourself or don't just look at them. Look at within you. Like a yeah. lot of the problems are started from within, you know. So decision making, lack of communication, uh, lack of lack of everything. So yeah. I love that. I love that you brought that to the table too, Robert. Um, what do you think, Nello? Just how the the, the agenda, brother, how the, the agenda that these guys are pushing, bro. And it's like like you said, communication. You know, they teach us to to be fighters as men. They teach us to, to hold our emotions. They tell us that is we're weak if we cry. You know what I mean? They don't teach us how to properly process our emotions. So you have a lot of angry men, especially men. You know, you have a lot of angry men walking that all they taught us was to be violently and we solve things with violence. You know, they didn't teach us that, hey, man, let's talk about it. Hey, what's going on? How you feeling today? You all right? I see you a little angry today. Yo, can we have a conversation? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you said, machismo, bro. We go, we, it's the same thing with us. It's, it's this egotistic thing. Like, no, bro, it's okay to have a conversation. It's okay to admit that, hey, man, I was wrong. I apologize if I offended you. How can we move on from this? Let's have these talks. And it's like once we start normalizing these talks instead of normalizing violence, because like I said, we grew up, we normalized violence. It wasn't until, right, and this is crazy. It wasn't until I got a job and I started working, right, and I have two two, two brothers, two, two, two good friends of mine. It's Juan and, um, and John, right? They happen to be Mexican as well. But they became my buddies, my, like my, my, my brothers. We used to go out to eat. And it wasn't until I started hanging out with them and seeing how they weren't in the streets, how messed up my life was. They, they gave me a different outlook on life of the things that I thought was normal because they weren't from the streets. So when we would go out and I'm just telling them, yo, this guy got shot, this guy got shot. They're looking at me like, yo, how, how do you how do you cope with all of that? I'm like, yo, man, that's, that's regular. That happens every day. <laughs> but they were looking at me like I was crazy. You normalized I'm like, it. yo, dude, you okay? You sure you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but it's like, yo, we have to normalize things just to cope with everyday life. So it's like, as men, bro, that's why I speak so much. And, and Robert, you brought up a good point, right? When when I said, yo, you know, sometimes you need therapy. And it's like, some people might need therapy, but no, some people just need to talk. You just need to find somebody to talk to, somebody yeah. that you can vent to and they listen. They just not ready to give you an answer. No, listen to what that person is saying. They might not want an answer from you. They just want you to hear them out. They need somebody to vent to. And it's like, when you said that to me the other day, it opened up like, oh, hold on. He has a point. He has a point. You know, I'm like, because some people, they might not feel comfortable with a therapist. They might not relate to a therapist. You know, I'm, I'm, I can relate to you. I can I, I relate to you, Rob. But I can't relate to somebody that just went to school and got a degree. You're going to tell me what's wrong with me? And that's, you know, that's the... That's where the the, 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 like that wall between, you know what I'm saying? That's the first. That's the thing that stops people from even getting help. So it's like, that's why I feel like what what we're doing as a collective is so powerful because people are getting therapy without even knowing it. You know what I'm saying? They're getting therapy and they're getting healed and they don't even know what's going on. They just having a conversation with you. They can never, I'm just venting to this guy. No. That's how you heal, my brother. They didn't teach me that. They didn't teach me that, yo, let me have a conversation and be open with this guy and tell him what's really wrong with me. 
so he could try to help me. They don't teach us none of that stuff, so. Imagine, imagine, you know, people that have that mindset, who, who are, exactly. when are you ever going to be able to open up, you know? And, 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 and another thing is, is the person that I'm talking to you, does he have the capacity to understand me? You know, just like the therapist and stuff like that, but your own friends hard, also, bro. like, it's kind of hard, like, to, to really open up because you have your friends and you're like, shit, sorry. Um, you're like, man, you like, it's okay, bro. You're like, man, like, can I relate to this guy? Like, in a sense, like, can he understand me? Like, yeah, we're friends, we're buddies, or whatever, but man, is he gonna criticize me? Is he gonna look at me differently? And you're gonna be like, you know what, dude, I don't wanna lose hold him as a friend. So you hold I'll, it in. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. And when do you figure it out? You know, that's the question. And, and you just. You, you go back to the corner and you're like, oh, exactly, whatever, you know, it's, it is what it is. And, and, and once you, uh, you rationalize in your mind that it's okay, then it's okay. But inside it's, it's like a snowball. It's just, it's going to uh, get bigger, 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 bigger. And by the time it's at a capacity of exploding, exactly. you do not know what to do. That's where you become lost. You're like, where did I go wrong? And you try to pinpoint, but there's so many avenues that you don't even know what direction you're going to, man. So it's just it's just the importance of talking with yes. somebody, but also know who you're talking to. You got to know those red flags. If you have a friend that's always mad and always, uh, uh, you know, tells you, you know, comments that you're like, man, that's, uh, he's my friend, but... You know, you have to know who you're talking to also. You just, you can't, you can't, like Absolutely. they say, you can't just throw your dirty laundry out there. Like, you need to make sure, you need to make sure who you're talking to and, and, and uh, to really, it, it's weird. Like, you have to actually test them out within your mind. Like, okay, okay, he has compassion. Okay, he understands. Uh, you know, you in your own mind, you're testing him out. So you can tell him what you feel. But it's difficult because if, if, if there's a lot of people that don't know who they are, then how the hell are you going to be able to talk to somebody, bro? That's and, the thing. And that's, and that's why we're doing this. And that's why we're doing this because I think it takes a, a village, right? Right now, a bunch of us spreading frequency, spreading information or thoughts. And we start spreading this emotional intelligence. We have street intelligence. We have, you know, all kinds of intelligence, but... Emotional intelligence for men or for people in general is shut down. Like we don't, we don't practice that. Yeah. We, so we need to talk about these type of issues that are going on in, in our in our communities and our in our livelihoods. And be like, I can, I, I need to start like really waking up. Like, what the hell is really going on? Am I in control or like, am I just following a pattern? <laughs> yeah. Am I just following a pattern that's here and I'm just like zombie? I look like a, I mean, I'm in zombie mode. Like I'm not really making any decisions. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of us, it takes a while before we wake up. And I was tell Robert, and uh, I don't know if I told you, Luis, but I feel like when you have your awakening, you know it's an awakening. Like, a la madre, way. Oh, shit. Like, I've been doing everything wrong, dude. Like, what the hell? Like, I need to change this. I was like, holy shit. Like, head, everything comes off. Like, yeah. <laughs> your head came off. Everything came off, bro. <laughs> Literally. 
Yeah. And so when you have that awakening, I feel like either it happens at a very young age where you just see things clearly because a traumatic experience that happens to you just opens your third eye, boom, and you're like, I know what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Some kids yeah. know, bro. Some kids know. And usually you relate to their story. You're like, they have a tragedy that happened early in their life or maybe they uh, they had like a, a diagnosis or something and they overcame it. But they understood the capacity of the life they have to live because they know it, they can die any day. Or it's, uh, one of your loved ones can go any day. And then I think some people find it in their midlife, like kind of like us, we're like in our 30s, 40s, and like you wake up. But for me, it was kind of like when I was your age, 32, 33. Like you guys are like within that age group. But I feel like some people never get that awakening until like it's too late, like when it's about the time to go. And when you when that when your time like it goes like yeah you're gonna die you're like you actually wake at that point you're like man I could have done everything different but anymore you're absolutely right yeah 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 so, and when that happened to me dude when it happened to me um it, it, I couldn't it, it was a, a overwhelming feeling when I had that the the uh, connecting the dots. You know, connecting the dots from my past, you know, you know, everything started to to make sense to me, you know. And, and at first, bro, I I was going not crazy, but I was just like, whoa, like it, it was an overwhelming feeling that I've never felt before in my life, man. And it was like, but then like in my, in my head, I'm like, bro, it was so easy, you know, but we make it complicated, right? Because our pride and our egos and all everything doesn't allow us well you don't allow it <laughs> you don't allow it uh, to, to to manifest within yourself right because it's you're embarrassed you know all these things man you, it, it's weird that you put yourself you put your own boundaries like your own fence lines within your own self and you're trying to hurdle every fence and and it's just we just make it difficult on ourselves right but we go back, who teaches us this stuff, you know? You know, who, who really takes the time? Imagine our, our, our mothers and fathers, you know, not knowing who they are and they're raising kids. And that's generation, generation and generation. You know, that, that was very impactful for me. I'm like, we're essentially lost souls raising lost souls. And it's just, again, we, we go back to the, you know, the moral of the story is just routines. Cycles, cycles, cycle, cycle of alcohol drinking, cycle of uh, uh, parenting, all, you know, everything, everything. And credit to those parents that do have the understanding of themselves and can project that to their kids. Let's be honest, man, it's very rare. For me, even when I started to become awake, the reason how I discovered some of my emotional issues and psychological issues, I got lucky that I went to, I found not even a therapist. It was, I went to the therapy because it's like, I think it's a difference between a psychologist, a therapist, and it's, and it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's the difference, right? I, got, Psychiatrist, I was yeah. lucky I went to like, she was like more like a counselor. Yeah. The job that I had, I used to work helping victims that have been stabbed or shot. We used to help them get back on their feet. The job was so traumatic that we were wow. the part of the job. We had to see uh, a therapist once a week. 
And when I used to go, I used to unload everything. Like, yo, I'm going to And then that's how I was able to kind of connect the dots. Like, oh, hold on. I'm like this because of this. And then this, this happened. Like, she helped. I was already on that path. But she kind of like, and to this day, we're still friends. We I stopped working there because I couldn't take it anymore. I, it was just, I felt this is, I left the job yeah. because I felt like I don't want to have to help. Why I felt like. Why can I help people before they get shot? Why I gotta? Why we gotta wait to help people when they're shot or stabbed? Like when you're when you're at your worst. No, let me help you before you get to that. So I walked away from it, bro. I love that. I had to walk away from my job, bro. I love it was that, a brother. Great paying job that. for a person with no degree, getting fifty thousand a year. It was a great job, but your soul wasn't alive. Your my soul <laughs> is not for sale, and it goes back to the music, to everything. No money, no amount of money mm. can buy me. No, I want, I want to live righteously because at the end we all got to meet our maker. And what did you do on this earth? You know what I'm saying? You, you, you took your pay already. I want the pay from everything that I want. I want it from God. I don't want nothing that's not from Him. So it's like I was so blessed and honored that the frequencies. Now that I know about the frequencies, now I know that that was placed for me. You know what I mean? God placed that lady in my life right yeah. before I was in this call. Right, I was I was on a, I was on another Zoom call with them because they have um they have this program. It's so funny. I happen to have the pen. She has a nonprofit group. It's called Teens to Be Heard, right? And she wanted me to be a part of it. So I became a member. is is a nonprofit, and we we talk to the youth. We don't get paid for it or nothing. It's just she's like, yo, I need a guy there, and I'm like, yo, just just you can count on me. You know what I mean? And it's just like. Like I told you, I'm open to whatever, whatever, whatever comes my way. I'm not doubting it. I'm not questioning it. I'm just saying, yo, God, this is what you want from me. I, right, I'm there. So tomorrow I'm supposed to go, and it's at six o'clock. They're meeting with the kids. So it's like everything goes full circle. She was able to help me get a better mental health state. Now I'm able to help her with her program. So it's like you know what I'm saying. It's like you it goes to... full circle, man. It's amazing, bro. You see, it's amazing, bro. <laughs> you see, yeah. When you re when you rearrange your mindset, we can start good cycles opposed to bad cycles. It's just like good and evil. We have a choice, and I respect mm -hmm. you, man, for 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 doing that. Like, it, it just for me, that's what I'm trying. Like, I, that's what I want to try to do. You know, like uh, talk to the community here, especially here in Laredo. Like it's it's uh, I feel it's because what I've been mm. surrounded is negativity, negativity. Like it's just people uh, don't value themselves. That's how I feel. I mean, uh, no no offense to anybody. It's just that everybody has a gift, man. Everybody has a gift. It's just that they haven't and they haven't aligned themselves mm -hmm. with finding that gift, right? And and when you don't concentrate. You're concentrating on everything around. But you're right here, like every just everything around. Like, what about you, man? Like, what, what can you like? Everybody has that gift. Like, the gift of that I have is that I like to talk to people. You know, I can strike up conversations with pretty much anybody. You know, and that's something that my wife would get. Like, man, you always talk with people. I'm like, I don't know. Like, is this something that comes out of my heart? Like, you know, she's like, Nambe, you're gonna be flirting with girls and stuff like that. I'm like, no, like I'm not. I don't have those. I don't have that mindset. Maybe when I was younger, but not right now. You know, 
you grow. You grow and, and, and you open your eyes. It's like, it's not about that, man. It's just like, how can I impact somebody? You know, that's, that's, that's how I look. It's just like the group. How can I impact somebody in a good way? Right. Absolutely. And I was going to say something when you said um, that people have, and and some people do know they give, but they use it for the wrong things. Yeah, exactly. Like the the, the people that, um, like drug lords and and stuff like that, like, dude, they have a gift. Gift in the sense that, dude, they, they have everything aligned. Dude, you can use that to open a business, have a successful business. Because you're driven. Exactly. Unfortunately, you're driven for the bad reasons, right? But, bro, just use that to good. You know, you can open an honest business. You know, it's just... But it's so easy that, yeah, the money's right there. The the, the drugs are right there. It's easy money. And then and then it's glorified, like, in the in the music. Especially in those corridos, narco corridos, like... The corridos yeah. over here, bro, like, Luis, over here, if you ever come to Laredo or... In Mexico, like the narco corridos are like that's all the, the kids listen to, so they get inspired, bro. It's like a motivation for them to be like that, living that lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. it, it's a, it plagues our society, bro. It plagues our kids' minds, and it's it's dude, respect, bro. They normalize it, but Luis, that is amazing, bro. And uh, we had a call earlier today, and we talked about just like manifesting and just meditation, all, this, all the frequencies and vision boards. And I'm pretty sure in your vision board, you're writing something along those lines about you being an influence to the community that you live in or the youth. Because you you talk about it in your lyrics. Like, it's already in the frequency. That frequency is already out there. It's playing in some weird way for different people at different times. But that frequency is already out in the atmosphere. So now it's coming back to you. Like I I told you, like, we're, we're in the shore we let out those frequencies, like me doing these podcasts and nobody listens. And all of a sudden, now the wave is coming back to me. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're in the shore, the waves go and then they come back. It's like when you say something in, the, in a positive way, the frequencies, and you let them go. Echo. And now they're coming back. And now you're starting to see the fruition, bro, like of all these positive thoughts you've had. Like, thank you, God. And then... Many years ago, when you worked in that Yo, place, you have no idea. You probably were like, "Man, this job sucks." I walked out of it. This job sucks. But then that that counselor <laughs> was the savior <laughs> in the sky, no bro. In so many ways, she saved you in so many ways because she she started working with your mind, and yeah. you started to understand that the mind is powerful. And I'm pretty Everything sure from that point on, your journey started to like like you said, you awoke. Yeah, boom, bro. And, and, and this is something that I want people to understand is that oh, when you change oh. your ways, you're gonna lose friends. That, that's just that's just that's just off the bat. You know, you're gonna lose nope. friends. Why? People don't understand your mindset. So they're gonna say, "Hey, man, what the hell's wrong with you? Why, why, why don't you party with us?" And what happened to the old Robert mm-hmm. or the old Eric or the old Lo? What? Luis, like, what happened to that guy? He was always fun. He was always, you know, I was the that. life of the party I and all that. Because I was party, like that, bro. dude. I was like, oh, oh. Dude, me too, man. Yeah. I, I'm still hey, hey, what's up? Man, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's just like, <laughs> and, and they see you now, like, what happened to you, man? Because even my boss told me, <laughs> were you touched by the Holy Spirit? 
Just, but I but I've gotten that a lot because because of who I was before. You know, people did not take me seriously. They took me as a what I, what I was as a joke because I was a jokester. So and you know, once I started to realize all these things that I was doing, you know, that's it. Like I need to change my ways. And one of those things is change how you talk, change your language. Same here, brother. Edward, I'm, man, I'm, I'm still, I'm like still working. You know, just cuss, cuss. Me too, yeah. me too. No, honestly, I, 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 yeah, I work on that a lot. But and when Eric, when I did the first interview of the year, he said, you know, I, I, I want to you know, keep it uh, the 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 bad words to minimum to zero, and I'm like, good, because that's gonna test me, right? That's gonna test me, and I have no issues, man. I, for me, I, I, I don't have to be cussing, you know. Like it's just even when now if I say a bad word, I challenge like, you. Damn, I feel bad about saying that bad word, man. So it's just like. <laughs> Challenge. Challenge, challenge. Challenge. Yeah. No, and, and the reason I, I try to limit, <laughs> I, I, I cuss, bro. Like, it, it's normal. Like, for me, like, it just comes out sometimes. But you normalize you it, bro. No, we normalize <laughs> it. But I, I, it's way it's way less than before. Before it was crazy. But now, um, the reason I want to make sure that there's less bad words, because I know that kids will listen to this, and I yeah. want it to be, like, listen or friend, friendly. We're like, yeah. the parents will be like, hey turn that down or or if the, the mom or dad is listening to this like they don't have to worry about their kids like they can subconsciously hear it maybe they're on their iPads or whatever but on their subconscious they're still getting the information and I heard something today from my wife bro she's a substitute teacher she's she's working on being a teacher and uh, today uh, for some weird reason she had a uh, what do you call it, like a mentor but it wasn't designed for her because she's a sub so the teacher that was supposed to get mentored wasn't there so my wife got the mentor to for herself so she's like since she's working on being a teacher she she was able to get some downloads so the teacher is like telling her like hey um i'm a t i'm a, I'm a she took the role like she i'm gonna show you what's up so the teacher starts doing her thing and she's like this teacher's been in the game for 30 years so she's the master of this right and she's able to to get the kids attention in a certain way and she tells it. She tells my wife later on, like, look, one of the key things about these kids is that even if they're not like when I'm when you're speaking out loud and you're you're giving the the lesson, even if they're not paying attention fully, they're still learning. And my wife was like, "What do you mean? Like, yeah, they're still learning. Like, so you just keep on saying you go through the lesson plan and and you're you're gonna figure out that these kids are gonna learn." even if they uh, appear not to learn. But the kids were entertained so much by her and, and by the teacher. So she she was like, how does she do that? You know, like, it's, it was crazy that uh, she was able to, to get the the attention of these kiddos when it was very hard. They're kindergarten, you know. Kindergarten is, is time in cabrón, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. They have their own little life. Uh, so so uh, I was telling, I don't know if you heard this, Luis. But no, not the last part. I was telling, did you hear that? The last part that I was talking about? Okay, so yeah, just, I was saying that mm -hmm. my wife kind of like accidentally got mentored today by one of the, uh, uh, the teachers been there for 30 years. And um, not, actually, she doesn't okay. work at the, the school. She just like, they hire her to do mentorship, you know, mentorship for other teachers. And uh, my te my wife is like, she was captivated by the way she was teaching the kindergartners, right? And I'm saying that kinder kindergarten is hard man like to get their attention they're all over the place they're wacky you know they're 
but the teacher was able to get their attention and she told my wife look the one of the things that I've learned as a teacher you know for 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 being many many years here is like uh, when you're giving the the lesson and even if these kids appear that they're not paying attention and sometimes you cannot control the whole class you keep on going because they're going to still going to like I, I guess subconsciously download all this information and they're going to learn so my wife was floored because like she's getting all these downloads like wait hey, so you don't have to use the handouts you don't have to use books you just got to use the power of the words and get to their heads and get to their minds they're going to slowly but surely get used to that frame that mind frame and then they're going to start downloading all this information so she was just like she, my my wife was in awe like man that that she was experienced man experienced you know like she was a badass old school mhm you know what one thing that i learned is that uh when i'm communicating uh i i have this uh you know what when, when when you're talking with somebody and they're tapping their feet nervous what does that tell you anxiety or but we project that right because we're like we're moving so when you're communicating with somebody for me is that i've learned is that i got to look somebody in the eye that was something that i could not do because this goes back to my childhood that my dad would you know he would beat me up right like and and not only that like i couldn't look him in the eye because he's like what why are you looking at me like he thought that i was going to maybe confront him so So I was traumatized for a long time man. I couldn't look anybody in the eye. I was like I was always hesitant like all like that. So but that's something that I you know what I want to do right now is talk with somebody when I talk with somebody I want to look them in the eye because that that tells you a lot like because if you start looking at your phone and 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 you start doing something else you're not really paying attention. So that's something that I I had to learn to do is to observe. I love to observe people. Like that's something that uh since I was little because I would like to not that I would like but I I would observe my dad his mannerisms and things that he would do and that sparked the curiosity it's mm-hmm. like they say that curiosity killed the cat or I don't know how how that thing goes but that was something that I intrigued me so whenever I see people like I see reactions I see like okay is he really paying attention or he's he's not paying attention like it's just stuff like that that it goes back to communication communication is you know like you, like uh like your wife was saying that you know when you're talking is it coming out of your heart or are you just saying it because you're programmed to say it and that goes a long ways you know that but i i, I do that i'm very meticulous in that i i love that i just no nah, i don't think people. you're crazy i don't Maybe think you're crazy, crazy. <laughs> you're good man <laughs> you're observing you're that. observing yeah very very Guys, you got anything to add? We're going to wrap it up within the next minutes, but before we go, you guys need to shout out whatever you guys are doing. Um, uh, go ahead, jump out. Shout, shout um, out to all the stuff you got going on, bro. Great content. Good content. YouTube. Good uh, content. My my channel is Jump Out LO. I have an episode every Monday and Friday. I'm constant. I post every day on TikTok. Um, I post on Instagram as well, but I'm slowing down and I'm just devoting to TikTok because the response on TikTok is more powerful and it's more motivating. I feel like I'm reaching more people. And if you're in Patterson, New Jersey, um, I'm always yeah. involved in the community where there's events for the kids, 
or just helping out, either passing out food, whatever they need me at. I'm just a servant of, of my community because I was once part of the problem and now I'm part of the solution because, you know, the the town needs healing. So, um, yeah, man, follow me on, on TikTok. It's jumpout underscore low. And on Instagram is jumpout underscore L dot O. And awesome, for me, awesome. uh, and for me, uh, it's Robness, uh, Robness zero six ten on TikTok, uh, promoting just positivity. I don't have nothing else. It's just positivity. And uh, as far as the positive mantra group, you know, that's more of a screening. So that's that's uh, I, that's something that I'm building, and we'll see what, where it takes us. But as far as just uh, as just TikTok, it's just Robness zero six ten, and. Mm-hmm. Robert, you want to shout out like um, recently we had um, a top one of our top DJs here in Laredo join the Positive Mantra group. Yeah, man. Shout out to Sammy the House. Sammy the House, man. Yeah, it, you know it, it, it's it's amazing because you know when I was younger I would hear it's that great. guy. Like, it's like, <laughs> now we have him in the group, you know, and he has his uh, he has his radio. I mean, the radio station that he uh, he has his shows, and it's just like man, like. I, Full circle, like it's just like wow, like it's. But and, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead, go. Go ahead. No, no, I'll no, let no, you finish. No. Let you finish. You. No, 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 no. It's just, it's just something that I never imagined. It's just I, I would. Three months, bro. Close to three months of, of doing this positive mantra group. Uh, it took me about a good month after I started the positive mantra group to name positive mantra. So, man, uh, just to have twenty-one men talking about positivity. You know, there's I, I know not all of them answer, but for the most part, like we have a good uh, uh, community, man. It is just inspiring people, and and dude, I've had members tell me that, bro, thank God that you've created this. You know, thank God that you know I can rely on this. Uh, yeah, I know there's there's times that I don't answer, but believe me, I do read the messages. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters to me is that you read the messages. It's not required for you to be answering and all the time, but you know some input so we can keep the uh, spark going. So that, that's I, I love that you when you ask the questions, bro. It makes you think. I like it when you use that. It makes you want like what? Because you I don't know. You have this gift, bro. To like wake up, Eric. The thing is, bro. Yeah. Make it think, hey, dude, dude. Before we before we hang, don't I freaking like send you messages randomly? Yes, all the time. Right, all the time. Just like hey, dude. good messages, good right? messages. Right, just like times that he's wow, man, that's a good question. But it's not. It's just stuff that just comes to my yeah, head. Yeah. If like if something comes to my head, I need to. I rely on him. I rely on him because he has a lot of knowledge, man. Like a lot of freaking knowledge, so I can relate to him. So I'm. I, you know, I sent him a voice message, and he answers back, dude, and freaking elaborate, you know, way I'm like, whoa, yeah, awesome. <laughs> but this guy, there's something else, man. He, he's, bro, you know, he's my shoulder to where I lean on, man, because, you know, it, it's difficult sometimes. Like, you want to express these emotions. You're like, man, but how how is uh, somebody else going to take it? But no, dude, he's like, no, man, I... This, 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 this. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah. man. I'm so excited for, for all of you guys and for just this movement. Uh, honestly, it's it's a blessing, bro, to to have 
other people in the circles that we're aligning with that are spreading positive information, positive thoughts. Um, and and I, people mis, mis uh, interpret the positivity. They think like, oh, like you're just positive, la, la, la. Like, no. I think people need to understand that when we talk about positivity, it means that we're actually tackling the, the negative issues within us. And we're confronting them face-to-face now and being smart and intelligent about making decisions to get out of it. Because there's so much negativity, bro. And I think we need this. And you said it perfectly, Robert. Like, hey, we need this, bro. We need this in the community. Like, I agree. Nobody's doing this. Why not us? You know? And then, and I feel like the more uh, of sharing of knowledge, sharing of experience, sharing of hey, man, this worked for me, you try it out. Like, oh, you know what, this worked for me. You know, people are just chiming in. And, and I feel like when I hear you guys, both of you, and I'm like getting all this down, and I'm like, okay, now it's positivity <laughs> on steroids. It, you, know how, you know how there was negativity on steroids? Yeah. yeah. Now it's positivity on steroids. And, like, we're talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger type of steroids. You know, like, yeah. oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and you know yeah, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, dude. Before we, we, we finish this, you know, L.O., um, never give up, man. Like, you never thought that you would have a, an impact in Texas, especially in the radio. But don't give up, man. You keep on doing what you're doing, man. It, it, it's, you know, we're Eric and me, you know, we're, we're spreading the message, you know, spreading your message. And we have gotten amazing feedback. And, and we screenshot Thank that you, and we send it to you. It's motivating. So you can see the feedback. You know, so you can see the feedback, man. It, and, is this yeah. And I know tomorrow those kids are going to be floored with the knowledge you're going to gain from you, bro. You're going to be walking in there with a powerful frequency, and you're going to hit them where it, like they can feel it in the heart, bro. Yeah. I can feel it already. Yeah, I can feel, like, the vibes already, bro. Mm. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe maybe more, more, you know, ahead of time is that we'll get some money. So we can fly him down and maybe, hey, talk to students here, man. You know, free of charge. You know, let me tell you. We just need your presence. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something, bro. Sammy the house, he does this. He does. He he talks to the. Let's say they uh, one of the schools. They call him up. Like, hey, Sammy, we need you to talk to the kids, especially during pep rallies and stuff. He'll go in there and he'll do like a good positive talk and talk to them, make them laugh. I know with him, God is great. We bro. can probably make that happen in the near future, bro, or in the long, yeah. somewhere in the in the future. God is great. Yeah, God is great, man. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. So I know it's late. We're and we got families, brothers, and uh, we got to go to sleep so we can make that cheddar tomorrow and and you know make things happen. But hey, blessings, bro, for all of y'all. Thank you so much for being on today. Remember, guys, we are not a like brand. I rather we're a frequency. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> bye. Peace out. Yeah, bye. <laughs>